0: She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. You're listening to She's a Super Geek, the actual play podcast highlighting women as GMs. I'm normally your co-host, Emily, but today I'm your solo host, Emily. Senda is off to the Origins convention, so if you'd like to hang out with her, give her a tweet. Special shout-out to our Patrons of the Week, Quinn Wilson and Rob Abrazado. Thank you both so much. Today we're playing the GMless RPG Fiasco by Jason Morningstar from Bully Pulpit Games. Fiasco is a wild ride, a highly collaborative RPG, and is flexible enough to have almost any setting you can think of. We'll be using the setting called The Zoo, written by Will Hindmarch. That may sound familiar to some of you, since Senda played The Zoo on a different podcast. You can hear her on Gosh Darn Fiasco, episode 14. Look up their version of the game. And all I'm going to say is, um, it's different, and not just because they have the incredible Jim Butcher. Joining me to play The Zoo are three of my friends from the Wednesday Evening Podcast All-Stars. You should be listening to the Streets of Avalon podcast. If you're not, please do. It's absolutely amazing. Kevin Lovecraft is playing Dwayne
1: Lumkirk. I'm Dwayne Lumkirk. Went to high school with Ezekiel, which is weird. And I've got I still am wearing a mullet.
0: Tom Flanagan from Knights of the Nights will be playing Ezekiel Miller. Um,
2: my name is Ezekiel Miller. Uh everyone at work calls me Zeke. I uh was born Amish, but I was yanked over.
0: Chris Sneezak from This Directed Mark will be playing Malcolm Jeffries.
2: I'm Malcolm
3: Jeffries, and me and uh, Dwayne Lumkirk, uh, we, ha- we have a simple flirtation of some sort. I mean, it's about the mullet, really. Mullets are just so sexy.
0: And I will be playing Sierra St. Stefan. These characters were established in complete collaboration during the intro phase of the game. We're going to let each of our players introduce their characters, and then we're going to jump into act one. The Brook Market Zoo was a world-class institution visited by locals and travelers alike. In the late 20th century, it was an iconic zoo admired and beloved. Its animals were content, its visitors happy, its staff respected. Chairman of the zoo board, D.E. Hitchcock IV, welcomed people to the grounds with beaming pride, as his father had done a generation before. But now, D.E. Hitchcock is dead. The community takes the zoo for granted. Attendance is down, and the zoo withers. The zookeepers are growing desperate. Money is tight. Other, more successful zoos in other cities sniff around the place, looking to take away animals and staff. A proposed expansion project might drum up new interest in the zoo if the city approves the new zoning plan. But rumors persist that a multiplex is offering more money to buy a chunk of the zoo land, displacing animals and staff forever. Are these the last day of the Brook Market Zoo? Or can someone with powerful ambition change things for the better?
1: I'm Dwayne Lumpkirk. Went to high school with Ezekiel, which is weird. And I've got—I still am wearing a mullet, even though I graduated back in '81.
3: I just think a mullet. I just think mullets are so sexy.
1: So went to high school with uh, Zeke. We've been uh, taking care of uh, Gippy, the second oldest koala in North America, and Gippy's not looking real healthy.
2: Gippy. Um, my name is Ezekiel Miller. Uh, everyone at work calls me Zeke. I, uh, was born Amish, but I was yanked over, uh, when it came time to choose to join the community or not, I didn't. So I stayed in high school. Most, most Amish drop out about the eighth grade. And, um, I was involved in the zoo and found out, uh, because, uh, Emily's character, Sierra Saint Stephan and I know what really happened, and it involves the real plans for the new zoo expansion.
0: I'm playing Sierra Saint Stephan, and very excitedly, um, Chris's character and I have been hired at the zoo. We were volunteers, but what we don't know is we have been hired as scapegoats.
3: Yay! I'm so excited.
0: Something happened between Malcolm Jeffries and I at the fish pond.
3: Hmm. I wonder what happened. What happened? I have no idea what happened.
0: Um, it won't come up again. Don't worry about it. All
3: right, good. (laughs) That won't, that won't come up at all ever in play in any way, shape or form. I'm Malcolm Jeffries and me and uh, Dwayne Lumkirk, uh, we, I, we have a simple flirtation of some sort. I mean, it's about the mullet, really. Mullets are just so sexy. And uh, one of us needs to get out before anyone gets wise. Although I'm not sure which one of us needs to get out before anyone gets wise. Because I don't know what we did. Although I'm kind of curious just to find out what we did. Dwayne, what did we do? I
1: think we'll find that out as we play along.
3: Okay. All right. I'm into that.
0: All right. So we are moving into Act 1. And in Act 1, each character gets a scene. And the, and each player gets to choose whether they set up the scene or whether they get to conclude the scene. And however it concludes, they get a white die or a black die. If it's good, they get a white die. If it's negative, they get a black die.
3: No, I think the rest of the players decide. If um if they set it up, the rest of the players get to decide if they get a white die or a black die. If we let yes. the other players set it up, they get to decide if they get a white die. Right. Yeah.
0: Yes. So the other players either set up the scene or resolve the scene. And so, who's ever doing the end of the scene gets to decide if it's a white or black die.
2: So, we can either go in the same uh, rotation as we did earlier. Mm-hmm. Or I actually have an app that decides what the start player is on my phone called Start Player. In which randomly came up with the player. Who, no, that's a terrible one. It's about board games. Uh, <laughs> the, t- the player who most recently received a speeding ticket.
3: I have never received a speeding ticket. I have never received a speeding ticket. Nor I. Oh, shit, it's me. it been like, <laughs> I <don't> know, like <laughs>
1: nine, 10, 11 years, but yes, I have. Okay.
0: Well, we start with the Kevin, same
1: person. Kevin. All right. So, Kevin, would you like to set
0: up or resolve?
1: I would like to set up a scene. Ooh. So. All right, give us the scene. So the camera comes down the hallway. It's all cinder block and tile floor. Comes around the corner into open doorway. And we see rows of lockers. And you see Malcolm and Dwayne in the locker room. And Dwayne's just zipping up his uh, jumpsuit for the zoo, the brown jumpsuit. Uh, Getting ready to uh, go over and care for Gippy, make sure he's hanging in there. And you see. Dwayne runs run his hands through his luxurious mullet and maybe a longing glance out of the corner of the eye from Malcolm as he sees his fingers run through that luxurious hair. Oh, man, oh, man it's hot out there today. I'm not looking forward to being out in the sun all day with that damn gippy. Everything du- I can do to keep that, that animal alive before we figure out what happens with the zoo here.
3: Dwayne, I just, I just need to know one thing yeah how do you keep your hair so luxuriously sexy like that like those flowing locks they have to get all the ladies oh well
1: here's the way it works so you remember Vidal Sassoon a lot of people don't remember that but was huge in the in the 80s and so it's a three uh series application you've got the shampoo a cream rinse and then a conditioner and mm. that's, that's the key is having that cream rinse in between the shampoo and the conditioner and then never use your hairdryer on high. Low or no heat, just let it air dry and then brush it.
3: Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. And you see that as Malcolm has a pad out, scribbling notes furiously down as he's listening to everything that Dwayne has to say about his luxurious mullet. You know, Dwayne, there's that other thing that we need to deal with. Yeah? More
1: important you- than gippy.
3: Well, yeah, that, that thing about Gippy, how we accidentally fed Gippy the wrong food, and that's why Gippy is, is starting to die.
1: Hey, shh, shh, shh. man, I tell you what, they're looking for any reason to reduce staffing. I won't put them past them. to have bugs around here.
3: I mean, I just got hired. How could they re- want to reduce me after they just hired me?
1: Oh, last in, first out. I'm... <laughs> I mean, if
3: I they're looking know. to reduce... I mean, I'm fine with that, but maybe, you know, Dwayne, I know you've been here for a while. Maybe they're looking to get rid of you because you've been here for so long. You're making too much money.
1: What? Too much money? $15.65 yeah. an hour is too much money?
3: Well, I'm only making 12
1: Well, yeah, you just came on. It takes 20 years to get the level I'm at.
3: Yeah, it's... A it's, lot
1: it's, of blood, sweat, and tears.
3: I mean... Oh, and monkey a good, poop. It's a good thing you have that mullet, I suppose. Anyways, um, maybe, maybe we should go get to work. I mean, I know we got to go take care, of, take care of Gippy and such.
1: Sure. You did make sure that you re-separated those foods so that I don't make any mistakes again, right, Mal?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I completely did that. Okay. I didn't do anything wrong, and I didn't put the fish food in with the koala food at all. Not like okay. I did last time. Oh, that's a load off my mind.
0: So, is this going to be a a happy ending or a sad ending to Uh, this little scene? It
3: looks like bad for Dwayne, because we... Yes, it
0: does. Two of us voted
3: black.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I voted black. So, how does it get bad?
0: I didn't see the voting.
2: It was in the chat, sorry. Well, it doesn't have to be unanimous, does it,
3: at this point? Right.
0: Right. No, I I agree. All right. Um, I think Gippy is dead.
3: Oh, you think Gippy is dead?
0: I think Gippy dies right after this.
3: So so do we want to keep the scene going to see uh, to, to have Dwayne and, and Malcolm, or just Dwayne, find
2: Gippy dead?
1: Yeah, I think so, All right. Uh, All right? So you want to set up another scene and have me Well, in it? no,
2: it's just a resolution of the scene. Oh. It ends badly for you, so maybe you find uh, Gippy dead, and then what do you do about that? I mean, what do you choose to do?
3: Yeah, the scene just right? keeps continuing.
2: We're following... Dwayne
1: walking out of the locker room over to the koala pit, and it looks—it's a really shabby, dusty eucalyptus tree. All the leaves are kind of shriveled up and brown. The koala's up there uh, hanging on a branch, but not moving at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
2: Death grip on a branch. <laughs>
0: There's a bunch of little kids around. (laughs) Yep. Mommy, the koala looks funny.
3: Yeah, look, Mommy, that koala looks really weird.
1: And uh, Pan over and Dwayne comes up alongside Zeke and goes, Hey, how you doing, Zeke? Uh, I'm doing okay. Got the uh, koala food. It's time to, I guess, uh, see if we can get uh, get Gippy up and going here today.
2: Uh, Zeke has a small pouch by his side, and he's munching away at it and goes, oh, yeah, yeah, koala food. Yeah, yeah, here. Hands you the pouch.
3: <laughs> hey, hey mister, says a little kid that pulls on on your on Dwayne's, like, overalls.
2: Yeah. That,
3: is that koala okay? It hasn't moved in, like, 20 minutes.
1: Oh, yeah, he's fine, kid. Here, watch. I'm going to go in uh, with the food. As soon as he sees that, he's just going to come scampering down. Uh off that tree, and it's going to be great. You're, in fact, get your mom to take a picture of you in front of the koala. Uh, I'll try to get oh, amazing. it framed up.
3: Hey, Mom, I can get a picture of the koala.
1: All this right. will
0: make a great selfie.
1: <laughs> oh. So uh, Dwayne lets himself into the pen uh, with the bag of food from Zeke. And he goes up the street. Come on, Gippy. Come on. Come on, man. Eucalyptus pellets, fresh out of the bag, only expired by three months. They're still good. Still good. Kippy, you gently hit the tree and the koala falls down. Shake it. Yep, shake it. In the exact same
0: position. (laughs) And all the kids go.
1: "Ah!" Uh, No, no, it's okay. He's just sleeping really hard, guys. Uh, 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 Zeke. Uh. Uh, um, Gippy is just, like, zonked out here. He's, I've never seen him sleeping so hard. Mommy, it's that okay, man killed a
3: koala. <laughs>
2: aren't, aren't, like, koalas nocturnal?
1: Yeah, it's daytime. He's sleeping, kids. He's nocturnal. Um, you know what? I'm going to just grab Gippy here, and we're going to go get an espresso over at the coffee bar, and we'll be back in a minute right as rain.
2: Hey, kids, hey. did you see the hey. tiger exhibit over there? It's... Hey.
1: Dwayne's going to go running out of the pen with Gippy uh, under his arm. <laughs> End scene.
3: <laughs> well, we're off to a good start.
2: <laughs> so in the in the first round, you get awarded the black dice, but you have to give it to someone else.
1: I have to give my die to someone else?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: I can give it to anyone I want for any reason whatsoever. Correct. Uh, I am going to toss that over here to Mal because I'm pretty sure he gave us the wrong food. Again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did.
2: <laughs> the premise is that the closer to balanced you have your dice, the worse yes. the end yep. is going to be for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's better to be sure. all in
1: on a color if you can.
2: Yeah, yep. I'm ready. Okay, Zeke. Um, yeah, Zeke will set the scene. Uh, it is a scene between myself and Sierra. Saint Stefan.
0: Stefan. Oh, there's no T. Saint Stefan. Yeah, Sierra Saint, Saint Stefan.
2: S- Sierra Saint Saint Stefan. Um we are feeding the koi near the fish pond and yeah. um discussing past things that we have both both um seen and heard. Um, does it do we want to do the resolve now or do we just want to start it and then you guys can vote as we go along?
0: Uh, do you want to set no, it up I've... or do you want to
1: resolve the scene?
2: Uh we can get into it and you guys can vote as we go okay. along, I guess. Yeah.
1: I like voting as we go along
2: if yeah, you're not gonna choose like to resolve. Um Sierra, I just I, I, I know your attempt, but I wanted to talk to you to make sure you know um that you you don't start sp- spreading rumors and talking about things you may have seen or heard, um, because it's important that we keep morale up around the zoo. Mister um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mister is 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 doing his best to get the zoo uh, back on its feet and and, and reestablish the glory days.
0: Well, Zeke, I'm a little concerned that the fish don't like this food. Honestly. You know, I I serve as a tour guide and often come here with kids groups to feed the fish. And they're always leaping up and grabbing it. But this is, they're not eating it.
2: Really? Hmm. Zeke tosses a rock into the pond and one of the koi eats it. (laughs) Um, Hmm. That's got to be pretty bad food. Yeah,
0: it looks like, I mean, um... Eucalyptus leaves? <laughs> looks like some things between us aren't the only things we need to figure out.
2: Is this, um... Oh, shit, this is the koala pellets. They are? Yeah, I grabbed the wrong pouch. Yeah, You're right, Sierra, you're right. Is that definitely, definitely, we got to handle it. But that's, that's not really what I called you over here for. Um, no,
0: you want the plans.
2: Well, I want to make sure you don't talk about the plans.
0: Of course I'm not talking about the plans. I mean, after all, we're the only ones who actually know what happened.
2: Well, other than Mr. Tessuro, but Well, of course. Yeah. And and I think I think people just might get a little nervous if they knew more about it. And
0: oh yeah, people would get real nervous. Right. I'll make you sleep with the fishes, Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> So let's um, just say that um, I'm more realist than you realize, Zeke. Oh. Oh.
2: Is that because your your major is zoology? I mean, do you really think you're going to get a job here as full time?
0: I'm actually up for a uh, a fellowship at the Bronx Zoo after graduation. Mm-hmm. So I won't. I won't be as a, as affected as the rest of the staff, will I?
2: That's true. And you know, Sarah, I really do like you. If you want to put me down as a reference, I mean, I've had twelve years of education. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive in the Amish community. Oh, and I yes, think, it is. <laughs> and I think that that would go a long way. You know, if you want to put me down, because I've always liked you.
0: Well, I'm not sure. I I'm going to put you down, uh, Zeke. Uh, you're a really nice person, but um I don't want you to screw this up for me.
2: Yeah, you couldn't put a phone number for them to contact me, right? I mean yeah. it would be it would be awkward. Yeah, I get that. Okay.
0: Yeah. And um don't worry. The secret's safe with me.
2: Okay, um I'm I'm gonna get the real uh fish food. Sorry about that. I'll be I'll be right back. And we can end scene there.
0: Right. Now. We've got two whites, so uh, um. none of the fish die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these dice are going to be life or death dice. I,
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, since it's a white dice you guys voted on, I am yeah. going to uh, assign that to Malcolm as well. G- give me the white.
0: So I think I will set up as well. And I think we are we are all there. I think it's a big staff meeting, and uh, Mr. Tesoro is giving a great big pep talk because there's a new exhibit opening uh, tomorrow, Friday, and he thinks it'll bring in a lot of people. And so he's giving us a big pep talk about how we're totally prepared for this. Uh, We have all of these, you know, uh, volunteers and new staffers to, to help this out in this sort of final push to bring back the the glory days and Sarah is kind of in the back. She's, uh, she's munching on some of the pastries. Uh, Cause one thing about these meetings, they always have pastries. Um, And probably the four of us are grouped somewhere together. Uh, But I'm going to lean over uh, to Malcolm and just say, um, so no one has a clue what's in the fish pond.
3: No, nobody, nobody knows what's in the fish pond. I, I haven't let anybody know what you put in the fish pond,
0: what I put What we put.
3: Yes. Well, I I helped, but that's only because, you know, you said you'd help me with that thing.
0: Well, yeah, and I am.
3: You are, are, you are.
0: Are you going to help me?
3: Well, I am, aren't I? I? I helped you put the thing in the fish pond. True. I mean, I don't know why you wanted to make all the fish go crazy.
0: If the fish are more animated, more people will come, more people will post videos.
3: I mean, yeah, but I don't see how that helps you get your fellowship at the Bronx.
0: I'm listed as the volunteer fish keeper.
3: Oh, well, that makes sense. I just, you know, I'm just assisting the, the, the zoo nutritionist because, you know, that's my, my field of study. And that's when I graduate, I would like to get a job also at a zoo as a nutritionist.
0: Well, unfortunately for you, the Bronx Zoo isn't hiring nutritionists, are they?
3: Yeah, I'm not looking for the Bronx Zoo anyway. I'd really, really rather go to San Diego. Posers.
0: It's not a Poses. real zoo. It's always
3: 70 there. What? It's like gigantic. They have escalators and stuff.
0: That's one of those lush posh zoos.
3: Sure, that's fine. You can think whatever you want to think. I'm not I'm not disparaging you the Bronx Zoo. You go do you. It's fine. I mean, I don't know why we have to eventually kill all the fish in that pond though with what we did. We
0: said we would never talk about that. And I glare at him.
3: I mean, it's- I'm I'm just a little skeptical about, you know, harming animals, that's all.
0: Uh, hey Dwayne, so how's Gippy? Fine, fine.
1: <laughs> what are you guys workshopping over there? You see I've got like a toolbox out on a table and I've got a Furby sitting there and a stuffed koala. <laughs> I'm pulling the guts out of the stuffed koala.
0: <laughs> is, is it a... Is it... Gippy, ki- that's stuffed, or just a stuffed koala?
1: That's just a stuffed koala from oh, okay. the gift shop. Oh, you guys seem pretty intense uh-huh. today. I, I'm, like, sensing some tension. A little trouble there in paradise, Mal? What, what's well,
2: up? Well, that's, that's because Sierra knows. She knows. That oh. apricot danish is my favorite, and she took the goddamn last one.
3: See? Z- Language! I'm just Z-
2: saying, Sierra...
3: Zeke, you gotta calm down. I mean, it's just a Danish.
2: We don't have Danishes in Amish country. <laughs> that was mine. She knew that. I yeah, said haven't you, dips. like,
3: not been living in Amish country since you were, like, you know, 12? Okay,
2: fine.
0: You can go out and buy more pastries, Zeke. Still. You make a decent living.
2: Okay, fine. Buy them. But that was free. It's part I'm of the meeting. I'm a starving college student! Yeah, me too. I'm just saying, you, know, you knew that... Yeah, but look at all those other apricot. Really, you had to take the apricot.
0: Well, it was either apricot it. or cherry. Cream. You don't like and I Boston ha- cream? I hate, I hate cherry, and and okay. no, I'm not going to eat Boston cream. It's for, it's named after Boston. Have you ever been to Boston? It's the one of the lamest cities.
2: No, the elders loop le- no, the elders wouldn't let me go there.
0: No, the elders wouldn't I, let me go there. You
3: were twelve. You're twelve. You're like 28 now. Why don't you just go? To Boston, if you want to go there. Why are you always going to play the Why do you want to go to it's Boston? So All they have ridiculous. is
2: cream donuts. I like apricot. Anyways, well, I mean, really, That's Zeke, beside the
1: point. Let's stop and think about this, though, Zeke. Your wilding year, what'd you do? You went
2: to Sheboygan. <laughs> Who does that for their wilding <laughs> year?
3: Little, oh,
1: little. Dwayne, I'm do sorry. You have I should pictures? have researched
2: it on the internet. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Cheese sticks and, and meat sticks are awesome, sure, but wow.
2: Actually, I did have a Philly ste- cheesesteak. It was good. Anyway, uh, that's not the point.
0: Philly's over. <laughs> I kind of hate my character at this
1: point. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> if you like your character, something's wrong in this game.
3: Sierra, uh, did, true. Sierra, did you like grow up in a small town or did you grow up in the city and you just wanted to go back there ever since?
0: I grew up in the greatest city in America. Thank you very much.
3: Oh, so San Diego.
0: And she gets real uh, mad.
1: I, I thought that was St. Louis. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, Chicago, um, if nothing.
0: And since since y'all voted black, uh, <laughs> what I think happens is uh, just as Malcolm says that, uh, Mr. Tessuro, uh makes a gesture to something that's on the wall behind us. So everybody gets super quiet and turns to us. As I uh, start cursing <laughs> out Malcolm. So I'm losing any credibility so, I have.
3: So so I'm I'm not looking at you, Sierra. I'm looking over your shoulder. And as you're cursing me out and pointing your finger in my face, I just point past your shoulder until, until you turn around and look at Mr. Tesoro, who's staring at us.
0: Oh, I'm so and, sorry. And,
2: and what's on the screen is a giant poster that centers mostly around... The koala exhibit.
0: (laughs) And the family-friendly nature of the zoo.
2: (laughs) The future of the zoo. Right. Dwayne's
1: table here. Oh, shit.
0: (laughs) It's got a picture
2: of Gippy all highlighted in giant circles.
0: Um, So I'm going to take my black dye and give it to Kevin. I think he deserves it at this point. (laughs) Going bad for you, man.
3: Well, not That's yet. That's the He's way I'm playing it. Die. True. <laughs> uh,
0: and Mr. Tessura looks at me and says into the microphone, You come to my office after the meeting, Miss St. Stefan.
3: <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm going to let you all set the scene for me so I can resolve it.
1: Oh! oh okay.
2: Well, I was thinking um, potentially we can have after the meeting, uh, Sierra filling in Malcolm on what happened. Um...
1: Oh, at the yeah. koi pond.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Malcolm, you get to decide how this comes out for you, but
3: yeah, you all have to, So we're at the we're at the koi pond. Um, it's after the meeting. Is there anything else that you you folks want to set up, or is is that all?
2: Uh,
1: no, you just I want in the background at one of the picnic tables there in that area. You see, Dwayne. Okay, with the koala. <laughs> and the Furby. <laughs> and the Furby. And he's got the skin off the Furby now, so it's just the animatronic. And he's like trying to shove it into the koala. In the uh, background,
2: this is all going on. Maybe maybe Zeke helping too. But
1: oh, that'd be great.
3: I, yeah. yeah. I think that's a good place to start. So, yeah. So Sierra, like I said, Chicago, at least, greatest city in the world. Not, not New York, not the Bronx Zoo. I get it. <laughs> And if you would just calm down and listen to me, sometimes maybe you would stop getting yelled at by people like Mister Tesoro. By the way, what happened in that meeting? Like, he—he he, did he ream you out?
0: Um, no, Uncle Tesoro didn't do anything like that.
3: Oh, he's oh. your uncle? I didn't know that.
0: I mean, uh, Mister Mister Tesoro.
3: So he's your uncle? Wow, no. that's that's really very how nepotistic of you. I can't wait to utilize that to mm. my advantage. So, uh. We have this chemical that we poured in the koi pond. It's making the fish go crazy to attract attention. I know that you have some sort of paper that you want to write on it to bring yourself attention so you can get hired at the Bronx Zoo. And in doing so, uh, once you're there for a year, because I'm a year younger than you, you'll put a good word in for me at other zoo places. That's the deal, right? Otherwise, I have all of this lovely information on you that will, you know, ruin your career.
2: Well, Well, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, um... I'm telling you, Dwayne. Remember when we were like in science class and and we had that dissection thing? If you just like like put a little bit of uh, electric current to their muscles, it jumps. So I'm saying, screw this Furby. Let's actually use Gippy.
1: Whoa, 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 saying, whoa! It's a thought.
0: You're gonna use Weekend at that, Bernie's. that,
1: gonna- that kind of seems like <laughs> sick. Hello? You want me to put this and you see me. Reach under the table and pull out the dead koala and thump it up <laughs> on the table. <laughs> pull out the Furby and go So you're like talking about like taxidermerine this well, Furby into that
3: koala? Yes. So F- so real So real quick, Sierra Sierra, do you or me see that?
0: <laughs> I One think you do because I'm looking at the fish pond and I'm very oh, okay. concerned because the koala food is having a bad reaction to the chemicals we put in. It's yeah, and so, it's frothing uh <laughs> this like bright iridescent green.
2: Is the fish brand supposed to bubble?
3: No. (laughs) Anyways, I'm talking to you about, about all this stuff and and how I have this leverage, this leverage or whatnot, and how you also have it on me. So we're like in bed together this, in this way, metaphorically. And then I see Dwayne, I I see Dwayne put the koala on the table, the dead one. And I just stop. And I point over your shoulder once again, with the wide open eyes and say, you need to see that
0: and i point to the koi pond and say you need to see that
3: and we
2: both <laughs> so <that> turn Turn. big <laughs> steps Whoa. in front and tries to uh, an intentionally block the view uh, of the koala dissection that's going on currently <gasps>
3: what what the hell sierra the pond isn't supposed to boil over no, it's not.
0: We got the wrong food this morning. I don't know who switched the food, but we got the koala pellets instead of the fish food. And and could that be having an adverse reaction to the pH balance of the pond?
3: Uh, I, I mean, I don't know much about water. I'm a nutritionist. But yeah, probably.
0: Oh, I feel really smart right now. This makes me really happy. <laughs> See what Go happened why. to Gippy?
2: Um,
1: he's fine. Nothing's <laughs> wrong here. <laughs> <hair. laughs>
2: Uh, nocturnal, nocturnal. zippy's sleeping, resting, resting. He, he doesn't look like he's resting.
0: Um, I've only seen a dead koala on three other occasions, and Gippy looks like all of those dead koalas.
1: Oh, Gippy's coming back. He's coming back stronger than ever.
2: He, uh, Gip, Gippy's not young. Um, so
1: he's going to be the Jack Lane of koalas when I'm done with him. <laughs>
2: All right, I, I, I don't walk get that the... reference. <laughs> well, you see, Senda. So, so
0: Senda. <laughs> uh, I, almost...
3: <laughs> I almost said so, Senda.
2: Anyway, sorry.
3: Senda, so we Emily... love you and we miss you. Yeah. So, Emily, uh, Jack Lilame was a workout uh, at freak uh,
2: from uh, Sierra.
3: Sierra, not Emily. I'm sorry.
2: Oh, you were off. Yeah, my bad. Are,
3: are we doing this in character? I could do this in
2: no, character. No, no, no. Yeah.
3: I was doing <laughs>
0: yeah. that in character.
3: Oh, okay, cool. So Sierra, you see, Jack Lalanne was a person who worked out a lot, especially in his later years, and he also created things like blenders and juicers and whatnot. And he was uh, this really old guy who was really fit, and he sold a lot of stuff on infomercials. You've been popsplained, and then and I walked over to Dwayne. Yeah,
0: he resurrected himself.
3: Sort of. That koala, that
2: koala doesn't look so good. That koala is dead. It? Uh, well, that is that is that is a, a spectrum.
0: I, as <laughs> far as, <laughs> as most likely, Mel,
1: it's like it's like he's been getting the wrong food for quite a while, and while eating it, was deriving no nutritional value of any type from it. Uh, at this and point, ironically, uh, starved to death,
2: munching at this away. Point, Zeke, Zeke stops with a handful of koala food near his mouth and kind of just drops it on the floor and
0: Sierra um, and Zeke make eye contact
3: Zeke you haven't been eating that have you No <laughs> Oh so, my god that's gross So so Zeke I mean uh, that's one that's actually gross.
1: it's kind of good that Eucalyptus is kind of addictive.
0: Okay, yeah. why are
1: the koala people always the weirdest people at the zoo? What have I just bear me out on this. Take one of these pellets and I take it and I start grinding up and like put it on my on the back of my hand and sniff a bump. I'm like, oh my god, I mean that eucalyptus up in the ah. Oh. Right? Right? I had such clarity. Malcolm I know what his... to do now. <laughs> I need to get the Vitamix.
3: Malcolm puts his hand to his chin and he's like, "You know, you know guys, if if the stuff that if the if a thing happened with the thing that happened with the fish pond and some of that got into the koala food, you should probably stop putting that stuff in your body. As if you notice the fish pond is boiling over and it's because of some chemicals that might it may or may not hey, have gotten
2: in there." Hey. Well, that you know because koalas can eat virtually anything. They have Mm -hmm. no problem that they're omnivores. Right. As long as it's eucalyptus, they're totally
3: omnivorous. That's fine, but you're not.
0: Oh, oh, no. Are there any people doctors
1: at the zoo?
3: Not that I know of. Maybe a nurse. On
1: staff? I'm sure there's someone visiting. We could grab the PA.
2: There's a small drop of blood that's like underneath Zeke's nose.
3: <clears throat> you should get what that is? looked at. Uh I gotta go guys. I got work to do. I'll see you folks later.
1: Okay. Bye Mal.
3: Okay. So my we, my, my yeah, white we, die we was white. my white die was that I that I had leverage.
1: Yeah, you do. Yep.
3: And I will give the white die to Zeke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're still snorting. Still snorting uh, still snorting eucalyptus.
1: This is the craziest, uh, at such an early stage, fiasco uh, <laughs> I've had yet.
3: Dude, we killed the koala in scene one, man.
1: <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> uh, do, we, do we go around for another round? Do we go around yes. again for act one? Yeah, one okay. more round and then till.
1: All right. Till-
0: Kevin, do you want to set up a result?
1: uh i will resolve you guys can set it up um i I might redo that i i take that back i want to set the scene cut to the cafeteria i've got oh i take that back cut (laughs) to the veterinarian area of the zoo and zeke for sure is there if you guys if we can work you in i'm would love it if we can get you guys walking through or something at some point here. But, uh, I, so I've got the dead koala out on, uh, like the examination table. It's just, just clear. We've got the scalpels and all that stuff laid out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're not trying. We're bringing him back in a completely different way. <laughs> and, uh, I'm hunched over and I'm like, see, can you like keep that, uh, keep the arms and legs extended and you can see that I'm like trying to essentially like gut the koala.
2: (laughs) Sure. That's, I mean, it's like when you, when you skin a chicken, right? And Zeke grabs either arm and, and really starts pulling them farther apart. You hear a slight ripping noise.
1: That's okay. We'll fix it in post. I think I've got enough scooped out here. Um, so I'm gonna try to wedge this Furby in. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Let me make sure the Furby works before we put it in there. Turn it in, and it's like ears waggle and its eyes go up and down. <laughs> Hi, my name is Timmy. I, I think we're good. And I start trying to wedge the body in, and we hear the swinging doors.
3: And here comes Mark, the vet.
0: Good <laughs> day, mate. <laughs> I'm the leading koala expert in Australia.
3: Dwayne, this is Bruce from Australia. As Bruce said, this is the leading koala expert from Australia. What what are you doing in here? And where's why?
1: Oi, that koala's dead, mate. Yeah,
3: hey. That koala's very dead, Dwayne. What is going on?
1: Well, so what, We're like in kind of like damage control mode here. Um. So you killed the koala uh well someone was giving us the wrong food and the koala died and i know the future of the zoo is completely up in the air sounds like it's going to shut down and we're all out of jobs but damn it i want to give these kids out there you know their parents paid money to bring those kids to the zoo and they count on seeing gippy i mean he is well okay was the second oldest koala in north America.
0: Yeah, and now he's the first deadest koala in North America.
1: Well, let me show you something. I'm sorry. What's that, Bruce? Doctor Denise Bruce. In fact, Ph.D. E.D.D. Some other D. Elemental P. Perfect. Well, we could really use
3: some help here, mark- I don't. I don't know if I can. If I can. I can assist with this. I. I think I need to go tell Mister Tassero what's no, been no, no, going no, on. No, here. no, 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 no,
1: no, Mark, 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 Mark. No, man, man, man. There's a little something in it for you. Plus. I think this could be like, we could be coming up with something awesome here. Check this out. Hold up the gutted koala. I'm like, and I hold up the Furby. I'm like, so this, shaking the Furby, is gonna go in there. And you're gonna have the first animatronic koala zoo display ever. And no one's ever gonna know. This could be a gold mine. It will soon be the oldest koala in North, North America. A few more years in the world.
2: Mr. Tesoro oh already signed off on this. See this clipboard? Okay, so let's just do this.
1: Yeah. Uh. Wait a minute. What happens when the body starts to decompose? Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to treat that afterwards. We can't do that right now because we need to get Gippy back out there. But, yeah, we'll be pulling uh, the Furby back out and following the San Francisco. And, Mark, you know all about taxidermy. You said that that's like... Uh, one of your hobbies, right? It Isn't is. that what you were doing with that uh, gazelle carcass the other day?
3: Well, y- yes, it oh. was what I was doing. I'm Bruce. I am so sorry that this has happened. I didn't. I did not expect this. I figured we would just take a look no, at no. A koala and. I mean, I, ca-
1: I can fix this. Hey, Bruce, I go over to the fridge and pull out a beer. Listen, Listen I know my... yassies like is, beer. Is
0: that Foster's?
1: No, I know yasseries. <laughs> That's hate Australian Fosters.
0: for beer.
2: <laughs> listen my mom was really really good at pickling um ooh, I, I have ooh. a recipe that just might work for this
1: okay you're out mark you don't have to be part of this just keep your mouth shut
2: <laughs> um
1: if you know what's, what's in good it, for you
2: what's in it for me
1: uh staying alive how's that does that work ooh, for you Not, mark? Th- huh Huh? oh huh? uh mr lumkirk was it yeah are you gonna okay. show me your knife
0: I was, I couldn't carry that in. They took it away at security.
1: Ah, I got something up on you, too, then.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't say I didn't go buy another one.
3: Oh, shit. Crikey!
0: And, I, and, and Dr. Bruce pulls out a pig old knife.
3: And that is when Mark runs away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, if you're going to put in these animatronics.
3: <laughs> yeah, I really would like your opinion knife.
1: on this.
0: <laughs> I mean... I'll do what I can, but I, uh, I'm lecturing in front of Gippy tomorrow.
1: Well, all the more reason to do a brilliant smash-up job here, or whatever. Top drawer, whatever you guys say down in Australia. No worries. Uh, I think that's it. Fosters. Fosters and no worries. It's that's Australian the answer, right?
0: Australian beer. Um, and montage.
1: <laughs> yep. Batteries being passed around, disassembling blunders, bulking up.
3: Oh. Oh, here you go. Here's the bad thing, the black thing, Mr. the black dye thing that comes up. So Mark goes and gets Mr. Tesoro. Mr. Tesoro shows up and says, you make this work and make it work well or you're all fired.
1: That is not what I thought he'd do. You can count on Mr. Tesoro. There's no chance anything can go wrong. You see me putting the blender blades into the paws of the koala, <laughs> <laughs> a la Wolverine. <laughs> oh, man.
0: There's no way this
1: won't work. <laughs> You are brilliant, Bruce. I cannot. It's a godsend that you showed up here. You know, we really should go and get some drinks uh, this evening, and let's do a fade out as uh, we see someone sewing up the koala, and its <laughs> eyes flip open and its ears twitch.
0: Oh man,
3: we're terrible.
1: Uh,
0: what do Furbies say when they when they boot up for the first time? I'm trying to
1: remember because we had one that got ill on us in it, it. I
0: love. Wait, what?
1: Yeah, something. They
0: can get ill?
1: Yeah, they can get really creepy when something goes wrong with them. Uh, so I need to give this die to yeah, someone. Fine. Sierra doesn't have a die, and that just doesn't seem right.
0: This doesn't feel like it'll end well. No black die? Okay.
2: Oh, on to Zeke. Yes. Um, I'm going to set the scene. It will be the next morning. In which Mister Tasero is doing a grand reveal of the new plan of the zoo, in which all the local uh, news stations are there recording uh, because this is kind of important to the city. To it's it's part of their revitalization plan, um, and it centers upon Gippy. Mister uh introduces. Dwayne, Gippy's. Oh shit! (laughs) Gippy's Gippy's lead keeper. Lead keeper, yes. The uh, (laughs) Gippy's lead keeper, and um, Ezekiel's kind of hanging in the background because he's you know the guy that does um, all the dirty work, as it were. We're
0: probably all there, hanging out somewhere. Oh yeah, the whole zoo.
2: The whole zoo is there.
0: I'm eating the last apricot, danish.
2: God damn it again! I told you, here. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. Every time. So Mr. Tessuro's talking to the cameras. He's introducing uh, the zoo's greatest and and most prestigious animal, uh, Gippy. And he motions to Dwayne and says, uh, Dwayne will tell you a bit now about Gippy and uh, Gippy's illustrious history. How Gippy became the animal that represents our zoo. And I just hit my microphone. Sorry.
1: Hands on your hands. Hand. on your head. Yes. <laughs>
2: my
0: head. Dwayne comes up and you hear, you know, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> people are holding up their
0: cell phones.
2: Dwayne headbutts the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might. He's...
0: Oh, with the koala, it makes a huge screeching sound.
2: Yes. No, <laughs> no.
1: So you see Dwayne's at the base of the tree and Gippy is up in the tree and is just like, you see Gippy's paws just shoveling eucalyptus leaves into its mouth. And they seem to be like falling out of the mouth and everything. He's like, so yeah. Um, <laughs> like so, Cookie Monster. So, um, yes, very much Cookie Monster. That's exactly the right <laughs> way nom, to nom. visualize it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Gippy is like an inspiration to. Anyone who's ever seen them, the second oldest koala in North America. And we're very confident that in time, Gippy will be the oldest koala in North America and eventually the world. Because you know what? Koalas, while they love eucalyptus leaves, it's love. Love that's the real food. And this community loves Gippy. Without this love, there is no way that Gippy could endure as he has.
2: At, the, at this point, uh, Zeke is walking around behind Dwayne to go get some eucalyptus leaves to feed them to Dwayne, or hand them to Dwayne, so so he can feed them to the Cookie. Mo- I mean, uh, Gippy, and um, he trips over the uh, the cord that, that that powers Gippy and yanks it out. Um, because, um, as a Furby, he's only, well, he's pretty old and, um, the batteries only last roughly, you know, minute, minute and a half. Uh, just enough time for a frenzy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so Zeke gets frenzied on, right? Since we gave him the black die. Attacked, attacked by an animatronic koala.
1: Yeah. yeah. It falls out of the it. tree because it gets yanked out when the cord pulls loose.
0: Right, because you put the cord down the back of the tree so nobody could see it, because you're not dumb.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, you see Vitamix blades come out of its a little paws as it's falling down, its arms flailing, and it lands, like, on the back.
3: And then there's, like, it, the the camera, like, pans back to, like, being, like, news at seven in somebody's TV in their living room.
0: <mumbles> Our lead story.
3: <laughs> Koala turned into animatronic menace. <laughs>
1: No, 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 it's like killer koala on loose.
3: Ah, there you go.
0: How many keepers would a koala kill if a koala could kill keepers? We've got the answer for you tonight at 10. You're not dead, though, Zeke.
1: (laughs) That's just the... No, it's just like all his uniforms shredded. He's actually (laughs) fundamentally okay. (laughs) Very cartoon. Uh I've
3: been killed in a fiasco game before. So oh, it yeah. can happen.
1: Yeah, at the end. Yeah.
3: No, I've been killed like in right after
2: the tilt. Like I killed. Oh, holy
1: crap!
3: <laughs> so um, then,
1: just flashbacks.
3: Yeah, that's yeah.
2: what it's about. Flashbacks. That's what right? happened. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to assign that black dice to Sierra. Okay.
3: Does Sierra now have two dice
2: or just yes, one? Yes, I have black two dice. black dice. Yeah. Two
0: black dice.
2: So at this point, Sierra has two black dice. Uh, Malcolm has a black and a white. Dwayne has a black and Ezekiel slash Zeke has a white. Hmm? Next scene goes to Sierra. Would you like to mm. establish or resolve? I don't
3: know where we go from here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wanna, I want I wanna set up.
1: Oh wait, uh, I was gonna what? say it could be something like all company uh, dinner type thing where talking about starting to unveil some of the plans and hinting who's in, who's out, something like that. You could be um, up there next to your uncle.
2: This would be a flashback? Well, it, it, it could be current. Um, Zeke is definitely, if it's current, Zeke is not there because he's in the hospital. <laughs> oh, you want to
1: be in the hospital? Not
2: just oh, have yeah, some bandages
1: literally. on? Okay. We'll
0: find an NPC for you to play. No, no, that's for fine. You to play, yeah, yeah. So it's a big company dinner that's happening that friday that same day after the zoo closes and it's set up to be super festive and koala themed (laughs) but someone's gone around and taken down most of the (laughs) most of the 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 posters and the pictures of koalas so it has a, a a really like small town mixed up prom feel to it the band canceled so they have somebody who works there with an ipod who doesn't know what they're doing so yeah mr tesoro is sitting with a bunch of higher-ups and he does like to sit with one or two interns as well you know get to know them happens to be me this time around and yes dr bruce is there let's give mr Tesuro a voice um is gonna is gonna get up and say um hello everyone And then there's just dead silence for, like, ten seconds. Yo! (laughs) I'm aware that the events of today were not as stellar as we would wish. But I would like to, before the festivities begin, tell you that we have a GoFundMe set up for Mr. Miller, the victim of the most unfortunate koala accident ...that North America has ever seen. So we're first in something today. And there's, like, half-hearted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yet, now, uh, yeah. uh... Yes, Mr. Miller does not believe in medical insurance religiously, so he has not opted into ours. So please go to GoFundMe slash behind me on the screen. He hasn't been since he was 12. And Sierra's gonna glare and be like, shh,
1: shh. So that's the setup.
3: What? He hasn't been on me since he was 12?
1: Well, it's like you're Catholic.
3: You maybe haven't been to since
1: church since you were 12. You're just considered mildly lapsed.
3: Look, he just plays that Amish card for sympathy all the time.
1: What? What?
3: And the
2: beard, you know.
1: Just because he maybe doesn't follow some of the religious prescriptions doesn't mean that he's not Amish. I think that's... Ah,
3: I, Dude, I, I've been to his house. He's got, like, a 70-inch TV in his living room.
1: So, I bet I bet it was handmade. I bet it was made at, like, one of those Amish, yeah. like, rocker <laughs> shops,
3: right? By a Chinese person in Taiwan.
1: So, <laughs> as you're doing this, uh,
0: Dr. Bruce is is doing a, an overview of the lecture she gave this afternoon and what she'll be talking about this weekend. Just because we don't have a live koala doesn't mean that I can't study koalas. And there's, like, a slideshow of her around the world with different koalas and uh, it stops on the the oldest koala in North America which is where she was uh, like two Damn weeks ago giving this lecture
3: Is that
1: San Diego?
3: It's in the San Diego Zoo.
0: Yes, it's in San Diego <laughs> And the
2: crowd grumbles Frickin San Diego
3: Can't wait to work there.
0: What are we looking at? Black or white?
3: Uh, I think white is fine yeah, I don't know how this goes well for Sierra, but we should totally go away. Yeah, I white. concur. She,
2: she really
1: enjoys that African Danish, and her uncle looks so proud. <laughs> Doctor Bruce,
0: after she comes down, Sierra's like, "Doctor Bruce, that was so amazing. I've been following your work, and I just cannot believe how wonderful of uh, mm-hmm. of, a, of a of a koalaologist you are." And uh, and Dr. Brief says, "Well, thanks. You know, I've been needing an assistant. So if you ever want to come out to Australia and work with me there, we can make that happen. Do a work
2: down under. Yeah,
0: not that Mr. <laughs> Tassero has spurred this in any way. Oh and- man,
3: it'd be so great if she went to you know Australia. Then she'd not be in this country anymore. It'd be wonderful.
1: Man, what's with the sour grapes all the time, Mal? I don't even understand. What- You're not even in competition for anything with with Sierra." Like what? What happened? What happened? And anyway, why are you so like uptight about her? I thought we had something going on here.
3: But we do. I love your hair, man.
1: I know, but so explain this. I, I just—it's not good to be angry all the time like that. It's bad for you. That's another thing. You gotta be happy. Gotta be positive. If you want the hair, you gotta have a positive outlook. Oh. Not glass half empty.
3: Dwayne, Dwayne, one of these days when we're out, we'll have a we'll have a drink. And uh, I'll tell you all about it. It's just, it'd be really good if me and her weren't in the same part of the country or in the same part of the world.
1: Well, then you should root for her getting that.
3: that that's why I just said it'd be great if she got it. She'd be on the other side okay, of the world. Okay,
1: so, okay. All right. So, this seemed kind of spiteful, but okay. Okay.
0: I'm going to give my white die to Kevin. Sweet. So you have one white and one black. Yep. All right, Malcolm.
3: Uh, you can all set a scene for me. I keep waiting for you folks to put me in a terrible situation. Mm.
0: Yeah. Out at the bar, after that, you and Dwayne, Dwayne is convinced you're in love with Sierra and Sierra walks in.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to try to matchmake? <laughs> no. Or something or? <laughs> I might. You can't stop me.
3: So we're talking. So I'm in the middle of talking. So yeah, that's... The reason why I wish she was on the other side of the planet from me, because, you know, all of this. And I just told you the whole thing, not that you remember okay. any of it, about all okay, the chemicals yeah. oh and all God. the stuff in the pond and everything that's going on.
1: Yeah, and you actually see me grind up another koala pillow and do a bump and then take Dude, a shot of tequila.
3: Dwayne, Dwayne, you're going to
1: die. <laughs> well, we're all going <laughs> to die someday, mate. No, I tell you what, though, you know, I, I totally get where you're coming from, Mal and oh shit man speaking of where you're oh look who's oh she's ghosting up behind you oh hey look away. who's going? i oh. turn to the bartender hey can i get
0: another one i pretend not to see either of them but i totally go up very close near them and signal to the bartender
2: uh what can i get you my lady uh,
0: grasshopper on the double you got it yeah that's
1: that's on mal that's on mal
2: yeah uh, i got it i guess oh uh, Yeah, he looks towards you and then nods. No, thanks.
1: I can get it myself.
2: Oh, perfect. Yeah, put
3: it on her tab. Put my drink on her tab, too. That'd be great.
0: (laughs) That's not how this works, Mal.
2: Oh. Oh, The bartender sets the drink in front of Sierra and looks at her and then looks at Malcolm and then looks at her. I pull out
0: cash. I'm just, I'm going for this hardcore. I pull out a $100 bill and hand it to him and say, keep the change.
2: Holy he smiles. <laughs> He's pretty damn happy.
3: Dwayne, did you know she had that much money?
2: Dude, didn't you hear? She's Ciro's
1: niece. Yeah, I heard that did she was Ciro,
3: that? Ciro, to niece. Well. So, how, how's it being, you know, the niece of somebody who's, you know, beyond wealthy?
0: I don't know what you're talking about, Malcolm, and I resent the implication. See?
1: Mal, Mal. Glass half full. Glass half full. I'm whispering in your other ear. So I'm on the opposite side of you from her.
3: Can you just do that some more? I really like it when you whisper in my ear.
1: Okay. Glass half
3: full. So, uh, Sierra, what should we do about the fish pond?
0: I told Uncle Tori everything, and he said he wouldn't tell anybody, so they took all the koi out, and they're in tanks, and they're dredging the pond, and they say that they'll scrub it down, and it'll be fine. I didn't tell them about you being a part of it.
3: Oh, good. See, glass apple. Okay, well, then you can have this. And I pull up an envelope out and I hand it to you.
0: I open the envelope? What's in it?
3: It is most of the information that I have on you, and there's no copies of it. I still have some, but not as much as I did.
0: Are you trying to blackmail me, Malcolm?
3: Well, I thought we were blackmailing each other. That was the point. But since you're pulling off some of your your heat, I'm pulling off some of mine.
0: <laughs> oh, you have no idea what I have on you, do you?
1: Well, well, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, glass half full. But I, I've been really confused by this conversation. What's this stuff on each other? I don't get it. Um,
0: I'm sorry, Malcolm. I, is, are you dating Dwayne? I mean, what? more props to you, Dwayne, but there's a large age difference there.
3: No, I mean... I mean, what?
1: I'm just mature.
3: I'm not, not dating old. him. I mean, I wouldn't. We could talk about. Th- I mean, look at his hair. It's just so sexy.
1: <laughs> As Kevin mimes Milla. running his hands through like his hair, I love. Because I did Tosses have a mullet and I knew how to do that back in the day.
3: Why? I mean, you're not interested in him, are you? No. Oh, then why? You see, Dwayne slumped. Shoot.
0: But if I were you, Malcolm, I wouldn't get involved with the keeper who killed the only chance we had at coming back as a zoo.
3: Well, we didn't really want to stay here anyway, so who cares? The yeah. zoo's
0: really I mean, nice. We don't want it to close.
1: It's so nice in San Diego. Then they have nowhere hell?
0: to it's call so nice for a Diego. reference.
1: It's just I mean, never too hot, never too cold.
3: Exactly. And Dwayne, if I get that job in San Diego, you can come and we can move out there together. We can be roommates.
1: You know, I... Oh, no, okay. I, I Totally. mates. Uh, hey, Sierra, class half full. <laughs> Let's not be negative here. There's so much negative energy in this world. We gotta turn that around. I think we'd all be happier. No, no, I'm very supportive of love in all of its forms. It just okay, seems weird know, to me that... I was those air quotes there. Well,
0: <laughs> if you're roommates with uh, benefits, I mean... Don't you need to refine that relationship before
1: you move in together? Yeah, I'm more of a I mean, feel things out as I go guy. Yeah, me you too. Know? Like I don't you know, know. I mean, these
3: definitions know? of how you people know, are supposed to act in yeah, relationships. You know, it just like seems really see silly. Like why would you do that? You like know, that's. I mean, do we really need to put labels and, on things? And,
1: well, you
2: know. All be right.
1: Good.
0: Be
3: good. Ooh, so here's here's my question. I mean, I I I let you guys set the scene, so I get to pick the resolution. Oh yeah.
2: Yes, absolutely.
3: I'm gonna pick a white die. Assuming that Sierra St. Stephen is on board for the idea that she likes me and me and Dwayne together, Malcolm and Dwayne together, because <laughs> if she likes that idea and is interested in seeing that be a thing and pushing that agenda forward, then I'll take the white die. But that's up to you, Emily. All oh, right.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd be I would be happy to do that.
3: I'll take the white die and then I'll give it to Sierra.
0: Oh, wait, crap. Now All I right. have two black and one.
1: Okay. So uh, Okay. We're still in a better position than true. Malcolm and Dwayne.
2: So at the end of the scene, Sierra takes out her phone and there's a recording of everything that happened. Yes. And she goes, erase. Because she's happy with the results of you being involved with Dwayne. Because yeah, it's good I mean, for Malcolm, right?
3: That is good for Malcolm then, yeah. Because Sierra's on our side. Uh, at least for, as far as uh, romance right. goes.
2: I might
0: still blackmail okay. you.
3: <laughs> of course, and I might still blackmail you.
0: And now you know I'm rich. Damn it!
3: I know you know every. We know lots about you. We don't know anything about Malcolm, really, except he's a nutritionist and he likes Dwayne.
0: And he's a junior. So that's
2: a total of eight. So that's a total of eight dice, which means we're halfway through. So it's time uh-huh. for the tilt. everybody would roll. Um, Their the,
1: dice in front of them, right?
2: Right. The different dice. So you, you subtract the highest roll from the lowest roll. So, for instance. So, for instance, um, Sierra has two black and one white. She would roll both of those.
0: All right. All right. I've got the tilt table up.
2: So, I think all of us have one of each, except for myself, who only has one white, and Sierra, who has two black and one white.
3: Yep. And they've all been rolled already. And it yep. looks like it looks like Dwayne got a, a white one and a black one. It looks like Tom, or Ezekiel, I should say, got a white one. It looks like Sierra got a white two and then a black two and a black four, and then Malcolm got a white five and a black six.
2: So the highest black and the highest white are the people that get to uh, resolve the tilt table.
3: <laughs> so it looks like I get to resolve both? You own it. All right, somebody, somebody, somebody tell me what's on the tilt well, table.
2: Well, well, wait a minute. What Um. What was Chris's? One and one? No, I'm the, no, sorry, I'm the six. six. And five. No, no, Chris, oh. you subtract one from the other, so you have a total of one black.
3: Oh, Okay. Yeah.
2: But the two black and a white is, is six and two, so that's a total of four black. So definitely oh. Sierra owns the black total. Right. Yep. And, I'm at zero. Um, as far as the white total, I guess it's me because yes, i have that a That is one. correct, actually. <laughs> and I have a one and Dwayne and, and had a zero. And you had so a zero. This, do it up first there. White. All right. So it'd be um so the remaining dice in the middle we roll. All and right, then we choose name. from that and the tilt table, which I actually have a fiasco book in front of me as well. Yeah, I've got sure it out here. Nice. Yeah, it's
0: page fifty six.
2: Thank you.
1: All right. The dice have been rolled in the
2: center. So Emily, would you like to choose a major group or the a detail?
0: I'm gonna go with a five, paranoia. I'm
2: I'm thinking six, but what uh, are you
0: thinking? I was thinking six too. I'm Bruce was waiting for right. this moment.
2: All right. So 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 to, to to finish for the podcast, we both go with six, which is someone is watching and waiting for mm-hmm. their moment. And at this time we take a break and we talk about what's happened and what we see for the future. But so continue, please. You said Dr. Bruce.
0: Since this would have been well advertised, the developers would have contacted Dr. Bruce and maybe asked Uh, offered her a lot of money to make sure the koala exhibit failed which she didn't have to do we did it on our own (laughs) um but she's now she's now the one in uh in in charge of like they put her in charge of shutting down the zoo um um and deciding what stays and what's what goes we thought she was our friend Uh and she turns into you know hack and slash like
1: the executor yep
0: or a developer comes in and is like no all this has to go
1: Oh, I like Doctor Bruce being the.
3: Me too.
2: Right, and, and maybe to the extent of 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 uh, Mr. Tesoro hired Doctor Bruce, or Doctor Bruce informed him, and Mr. Tesoro just wanted this is a tax write off. Doesn't care. Um, it's it's really supposed to lose money because that's better for him. Yeah,
0: he really doesn't know anything about actually running a zoo, but he's a great. Doesn't care. He's a great face for the zoo. Mm -hmm. Right, he's
2: a businessman, he's all about the money, doesn't care about, like, the actual animals or...
0: And he totally didn't buy the zoo because I asked him to. I don't know why anybody would say that.
3: (laughs) So he totally bought the zoo because you asked him to. Nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) I hate my character so much. Thanks for listening to She's a Super Geek, episode 55. We were so glad that you came to listen. Visit our website, sasgeek.com, or follow us on Twitter at sasgeekpodcast. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more music, tour dates, and merchandise at kieranstrange.com, or follow on Twitter at Kieran Strange. Special thanks to the Wednesday Evening Podcast All-Stars. Join us in two weeks for our next adventure.